Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. An incredible conversation with Lieutenant Colonel Pete Chambers, retired from the United States Army, about not only his experience with the COVID shots, what he's seen personally, what he also sees happening with other men and women in the military, and what he sees in the military in general. He's our special guest today on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Now, Doc Chambers, you had served in the Army for 39 years, and you were hoping to go for 40 but something happened and you were forced to retire. Tell us about that. Right. So, you know, 39 years, uh, active guard reserve. Um, I went, I left active duty 2015, went to the Texas National Guard, showed up uh, and did a couple missions down there for them downrange. And then uh, from 2015 till 2020, and then uh, back down and went to Operation Lone Star on the border where um, I was the task force surgeon. Uh, ran into a little trouble with some uh, people that wear stars when they came down to visit me and said, you're being too effective in these informed consents in, and uh, or you're not being effective enough, enough. Excuse me. That's how it was told to me by the general. And by stars, you mean generals. Yeah. Okay. And, and right. you're not yeah. being effective enough to clarify that in that you're not forcing people to take the shots. Right. You're giving them informed consent so that they could make a decision well, they like that. and they wanted every person to have a shot no exactly so I, i'm i'm thinking i'm being effective but i just said well sir it's an army relation 40-562 chapter 8 you know here it is and he said it ain't the pol it ain't the science doc it's the policy it's the policy now I, there's nothing i can do about that now I just get them taking it and you know and that kind of stuff and i'm like sir uh I, I i can't do that what do you mean i'm giving you an order you're not doing no more informed consents and i said sir that's an unlawful order. I cannot do that. I'm trying to tell you. And then he just uh, lost his mind, you know, walked out of the room and there was a one star standing behind him and there was a bird colonel standing behind him, of course, both giving me the thumbs up like, hey, you stood up to the man. You, know, just, uh, two stars. you go. And I'm like, well, what about you, hound dogs? What are you, why didn't you help me? You cowering in the back there. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, but that colonel didn't end up helping me in the end. He finally came forward and, and he got out as well, just like me. And it wasn't, it wasn't that we were kicked out. It's just, uh, for me, it was I was going to stay in one more year, just get around you know, my leaving earning statement. I'm, you know, plenty of time in to retire. But I thought, well, I'll stay another year on the border. Well, they just took me off orders and without telling me, you know, took me off Title 10, which we call the active duty orders and moved me to a state active status, uh, which cut my pay significantly, lost my specialty pay. Uh, lost my insurance. My TRICARE was gone. Nobody told me it just kind of happened. And when I questioned it, it was Kind of like, well, uh, yeah, you know, we don't know how that happened. Golly gee. And then uh, I put in for my retirement, just said, all right. And I had tried to do a medical retirement. I have 100% disability through the VA, but uh, no, they weren't even going to look at that. And so I went ahead and just retired and literally got in the mail a FedEx box with your retirement paperwork signed by uh, the commander in chief on one, the, the governor of Texas on the other, and the Department of Defense on the other letter. Not even a face-to-face -face meeting. Thank you for your service. Anything? You got a FedEx not one, box? Not one handshake. 39 years. If they're going to do that to me, what are they doing to these poor kids that have no choice? Yeah. I mean, you're a Purple Heart recipient. 
bronze star Green medal. Beret. I mean, you're you're somebody who's been in there for 39 years, and if they're going to FedEx you your belongings and then strip you of your entitlements, you're right. What are they doing to these young people? That's the point. Yes, sir. Uh, in fact, what we've seen is that they tried to move out the people that were not entitled to a board of inquiry. So I think that's what, up to six years or so, trying to move those out, process them out before these court injunctions came down. In fact, uh, we have we have a tragic situation. Uh, one was part of our case with the United States Marines. Uh, one of our individuals was uh, a plaintiff. He was already signed up as a plaintiff. Uh, he was given... 48 hours to vacate uh, Camp Pendleton and housing. He and his wife and his two children, 48 hours. It was on August uh, the 3rd. He was given that August the 5th or Friday. He was supposed to vacate 48 hours notice. Uh, We went back to the same judge that you were before in our case. We got a temporary restraining order the very next day, August the 4th, and protected him. Well, then we got a call from another person who was also at the same level of this individual. He was in the same area, but he was not one of our plaintiffs. And he got the same 48 hours notice on August the 3rd and August the 5th. By the end of the day, he's gone. He's gone. And now he is a former member of the United States Marines, whereas our plaintiff is still in the United States Marines because of the injunction. And now, of course, the injunction applies to everybody. But this is what they were trying to do, push him out. We have people right now that are in various parts of the world, Japan, Korea. They've been separated from their families for 18, 19 months. Uh, We have one that's never seen his son who was born during deployment, and they won't let him come home because of the fact that he refuses for religious reasons to take the COVID shots. That's the kind of abuse. These are the things I get every day. I have one right now on my phone, uh, a Lance Corporal in the in Japan currently there, and maybe the one of the same people you're talking to that's just trying to get some help. And uh, you know, from Texas, so I know a few Texas senator, state senators, and so I'm I'm going to bat on the backside helping with that. But this is why is this taking this system? You know, the the typical system in the military is you you take things up the chain of command, and then your commander helps you or doesn't. Then you go to the inspector general, or you might take it to a congressional if you get nothing there. But even when we do congressionals now, they thumb their nose. They they thumb their their you know uh, nose at Senator Johnson. We said, why is the Defense Medical Epidemiology Database changed? They didn't even answer him. They won't answer. So no, no. He's he's he sent uh, because you've been a whistleblower and and presented information before Senator Ron Johnson, uh, Republican senator of Wisconsin, and. He has sent letter after letter after letter to the Department of Defense regarding the the DMED, the military equivalent of a, a database for medical, and he gets no response. And of course, as you know, they've been unlawfully denying all these religious exemptions. And when you were serving, what did they tell you about religious exemptions? Well, exhibit, I don't remember which exhibit it was, Matt, but... It was Exhibit A at the court case in Tampa, and it was a letter from our command to me, to all the docs, saying you will, you know, you will recuse yourself if you can't convince soldiers to take it, number one. Number two, if it's a medical waiver, it's going to be pretty strenuous, and it's going to be tough for them to get it, and I don't know it will even happen. Number three, if you are uh, seeking a religious waiver, forget about it. Remember that kid in basic training that tried to get out of training because he wanted to go to church? I mean, that kind of tongue-in-cheek, you know, this is what what we're dealing with. 
it's it's not going to happen. So this is this is ridiculousness, and it, it's it's at its highest level. It's absurdities, and so we just can't give it any credence anymore. We have to go past that and just say, all right, truths are this. It's it's dangerous. It's not effective. It's not safe. And we do it by less intrusive means. Tie to move on. Quit the program. Dr. Chambers, you mentioned earlier you're, you have the 100% uh, disability, and that is as a result of this Moderna shot. And also, you've been injured on the battlefield as well. But in our final moments here, as we wrap up this uh, week, what would you want to leave our listeners with, with regards to what's happening, what do you see, and what's the step forward? Right. We're, we're, in, we're in a fight, and this fight is, uh, is spiritual. It's, it's against principalities. It's against darkness. It's against uh, just wrong. It, it's, it's, it's evil. And, and, and when we bring light and truth and love and all these things and unity and unity of thought in this fight, just remember this. This is a fight for not only our soldiers and our sailors, airmen, Marines, and Coast Guardsmen. It's a fight for America. It's a fight for their families. And, and it's, um, it's a fight worth having. And, and don't back down. Do not give up. Do not give in and stay in that fight. Support them and, and put pressure on your leaders. And I would add to that, live your life mm -hmm. like their life matters. His life matters. That's exactly right. Thank you so much for that. Amen. For all of those that are listening, live your life um, like Jesus' life matters. Live mm -hmm. your life like, like his these, death mattered. Yeah, his death and resurrection matters because it changes everything. It changes you, and as we are changed, uh, we need to impact the culture around us. And live your life uh, as though Dr. Pete Chambers' life matters. Mm -hmm. Those people who. He and many other people served on the battlefield with, and they never came home alive. Um, their widows, their families uh, greeted them in a flag-draped uh, coffin in a casket that was buried here in the United States, if in fact they were found. Uh, it's incredible, the sacrifice of our men and women in the United States military. I have the utmost highest respect for these brave heroes who defend our freedom. Mm -hmm. And we encourage you to pray for Liberty Council in our cases, particularly those uh, representing the men and women of all the branches of the United States military. For more information, you can visit Liberty Council's website, lc.org, lc.org. And for information to continue to follow up and learn more about these military cases, lc.org forward slash military. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org. The website again, lc.org.